formal mission of U Equals Me is stated as a movement of conscientious objectors to intolerance, or simply stated, a movement against intolerance. And the exploration of that statement really gets to what what are the similarities between people? What do we all have in common? Why are we really equal as humankind? And that's what we're going to explore. This podcast is about exploring conversational thoughts and interviews with extraordinary people living ordinary lives of well-being. Discussions on exactly what well-being means to people day to day, factors that can influence it both internally and externally. We glean insights on how to survive and thrive in feeling satisfied in life with a greater sense of purpose. Guest hosts bring fresh new outlooks and opinions from spirituality, science, worldviews, and standing up and speaking out for what's right. It's pretty interesting. Man needs each other and planet Earth to survive. Check it out. I think you'll like what you hear. Welcome to the U Equals Me podcast. We thank you, family and friends from around the world, for your support. We're on this little mini-series, traveling around the globe, asking people, what's the best advice you've ever received? And the reason we're asking our friends from around the world is because traveling forces us to open our minds, to accept differences in the way people live that we would not otherwise experience. Mark Twain said it, your travel agent probably said it, even you may have told yourself, Traveling opens your mind, and yes, travel definitely broadens the mind, but it's up to the traveler to tune in, pay attention, and at the same time, practice humility and self-reflection. My name is Cindy Jarvis, and I am your host today with Bruce Jarvis, and in this episode, we have a conversation with Pietro Lodovici from Italy, and he shares a beautiful, life-changing experience through his travels. Recording in progress. Okay, Pietro, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Cindy. Um, I know you've just returned from Saudi Arabia, and um, interesting, interesting place, huh? Topography, you were camping? Yeah, it's it's interesting. First of all, from the geographic point of view, uh, there's uh, a lot of beautiful landscape to see. And also, of course, it's a different culture. And uh, you know, it's uh, there are a lot of cultures uh, in the world, and uh, you can um, you can see just in a perspective that there are just uh, different values. But as as long as you're uh, willing to to listen and to see what they are, it's uh, it's very it's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, well, you, yeah, you've had the good fortune of your extensive travel around the world, and not just in five star hotels. You've been camping in uh, Shanghai, Saudi Arabia. You know, yeah. so you so you've gone deep, and there's he didn't a respect camp in Saudi Arabia. Did you? Go- you I'm sorry, he didn't camp in in Shanghai. He camped in Saudi Arabia. Yes, I, I camped in Saudi Arabia, but uh, and in Shanghai, you know, it's uh, in Shanghai. I I studied first, and then I had to work. Uh, but I had to different, really different type of. Uh, uh, well, accommodation, first of all, but also experience. At the first time in Shanghai, I, I stayed in a dorm. 
Um, so really, uh, a really typical dorm uh, just for national and international students. And then it was in a really uh, characteristic place. And then uh, when I moved to work in the summer, I went in the international district. Let's call it like that. And it was really different. So two, two different sides of two different aspects. And then Saudi Arabia, as Cindy mentioned, and there is where I camped for most of the time, almost 80% of the time. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was uh, it, it was cool. Well, I will start off with the with the Saudi Arabia part um, for the camping. Uh, I I feel like that camping. Uh, of course, I I don't camp every travel I I make every trip I make. But uh, I think that it's cool to camp in these places where where like tourism is not uh, um, is not really big, and uh, you can like get involved in the local culture and. Uh, and exchange uh, uh, words and experience with the local culture. And I, I think uh, just a personal belief that uh, while doing camping, uh, you just uh, are more focused on the on the nature, on the on the local perspective, that rather than uh, um, rather than other uh, maybe less useful uh, um, values that you can learn or lessons you can learn. Mm-hmm. That's but, interesting because oh, go ahead, Bruce. But you've you've not only traveled. In those places, you've been all over the world, consciously, southern Argentina, uh, Moscow. Yeah. Uh, you, you went to school not only in China, but also in Australia and Melbourne. It's true. It's uh, true. And, uh, you, you know, Bruce, when, uh, when I was younger, well, I'm still young, I hope, but when I was younger, I was focused. When, when I chose, uh, uh, I started off with America, then I chose uh, China, well, first Australia, then China to study and to work and I always focus uh, to pick up the the most different place uh, in the world rather than my place meaning Italy uh, to learn more to see a different perspective what what was uh, what was really um, my curiosity is to see another perspective for example I've been to China I've been to US which could be the opposite uh, but I wasn't interested on what I, I was I had learned in my previous uh, years about US or China I want to see how locals perceived it how uh, US was perceived from China how Australia was perceived from US uh, and so on because we all have different uh, uh, perspective and of course my my perspective of course is influenced by my country my parents and and all that stuff all my all my life. Or my I life. have a question. I have a question yeah. for you. You've just been hired. Uh, you made. You had the um, great fortune to uh, be offered a position at uh, Bain Consulting, an American company in in Milan and Boston Consulting Group. Yes. Um, after your graduate work um, at, at Bosconi uh, in Milano, uh, and then a, a position in between. And you've chosen um, uh, Boston Consulting Group. Yeah, in that's true. your opinion, how much did that experience you had in other countries, um, in other cultures, add to your resume value in the process of, of being hired? Well, okay. Um, I would say at, at least, uh, yeah, at least 50%, because, you know, uh, well, first of all, I, I would like to take a little step uh, uh, behind, saying that uh, I had this opportunity and uh, I, I feel lucky 
I feel yeah of course I I try to do it and I I went I wanted badly to go there and I tried to prepare myself and so on uh, but I was also really lucky I had the best education possibly uh, awesome family awesome parents uh, I could go around the world so um, when you see this uh, you I I always been I always been told wow you you did a great job you deserve it uh, yeah I did a great job but uh, it wasn't that great job i did an okay job because uh, i wasn't uh, in, a, in a poor condition or uh, badly uh, badly um, treated as a child or or anything else so i did okay uh, so that's the first uh, the first thing i wanted to say about that second thing is that and that's your question so how how um, how, how much it influenced this traveling i think a lot because uh, you know when you start the First of all, when you start your job, uh, no one knows how to do the job before doing that. So uh, what you want to see from a guy who's interviewing, a guy or a girl uh, who is interviewing, is just a person who is uh, really open-minded, uh, a quick learner, wants to, wants to, um, wants to, to learn, to eager to... Uh, to do things and to to accept challenges and you know traveling a lot around the world in different manners it's a challenge it's a challenge mm -hmm. also uh, getting used to other beliefs uh, and uh, trying to try to open your mind to some culture that it's completely def different from yours that's a challenge that's a that's a task for you to open your mind and i think uh, that is also what is required in in this type of job so i would say it's uh, quite quite much of an impact Yeah, I would think so. And, you know, I think that many people think that a new car, a new house or a new job will make them happy. But actually, um, the greatest life lessons you get is just from what you said, from traveling. You, you earn a deep respect for people's differences, people's cultures. Even though they may speak English, there, there's still cultural differences that, that, um, yeah. That, that you come to understand. And compassion isn't just exclusive to traveling. I mean, you still learn something new in your everyday life. But when you travel, the opportunities to learn come in, you know, come in in abundance. You're, you're really, you're, you're completely right. I, I will tell you a really a short uh, event that uh, I would say changed a little bit who I am. And it's about two years ago when we went to uh, Tajikistan. Tajikistan is a place in a place in Middle East. I went with my best friend. Uh, we were we went there just by ourselves with a plane and uh, camping and uh, hitchhiking. Is it? Yeah, hitchhiking. Yeah. Hitchhiking. Uh, uh, and we just went there to have uh, like eight, nine days trekking. So we started uh, and we weren't that prepared. Uh, like uh, we, we, it was tough, but not that tough. So we started trekking and for two or three days, there's no one, there's no one around, not even a tourist, but not even, not even local. So we just go and go for miles and miles. And you know, when, when we arrived after three days to this tiny village uh, in the mountains, Uh, we were thirsty. We were we we wanted. We were hunger, um, and uh, we we had something, but of course uh, uh, not a lot of water and stuff like that. And uh, when we saw the the people in the village, um, this small tiny village, uh, the first thing that they would do is uh, 
say hi to us. Of course, they didn't speak English. They would uh, ask us to come to their home. They didn't even know who we are. We were told, I'm, I'm 190, so it says 6'4", uh, six, six, something like that. Uh, and my, my best friend, he's way taller than me. So uh, we were pretty scary, I would say. And they just called us in the, in the room, in their house, because they saw us in, uh, in suffer. And they would uh, split the bread with us, uh, give us water. And they, they had nothing in, in the house, nothing. The, the bread, and we, 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 wow. we would pay just with gestures. And the bread was like, they had like two breads for like one week. Uh, and that, that, and they said, yeah, let, let's share. They, they split with us and say, and you know what? You're staying here, you suffer, you, you sleep in the bed. I sleep in the, on, the room, on the floor. I said, no, of course not, I will never do that. Um, but they, they didn't wait one second. They had no stereotypes, no, no prejudice for us. And maybe we were the one we had. When, when we were there, I look at Ricardo. Ricardo is the name of my best friend. And I said, Ricardo, no, no, are, are we going? I'm a little bit scary. I don't know what to do. Um, and I, feel, I felt so dumb afterwards because I was the one saying, I'm scary, I'm scary. But they were the nicest people. They didn't have anything, but they gave all, of, all to us. And that's that I always keep in mind when I travel. It was one of one of the toughest travel, this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always want to keep in mind these lessons. Never to have a judge before knowing people. Wow. Okay. Quickly. Cindy, ask your question, please. Well, I um, wanted to ask you, Pietro, what was the best advice that anybody has ever given you? Um, but then I may also want to ask a follow-up question on what's the best advice you can give. Okay, I will be very quick. I will start with the first part of the question. So what is the best advice I, I got in my, in my life? And it's simple. Um, uh, it's, it's a really simple advice, but uh, it's actually the simplest, but the best always. Uh, and I always think about it. And the advice is make good decisions. Uh, it's easy. Uh, because at the first time you said, of course, I always make good decisions. And uh, what, then when you, when you stop and think about it, you know, in the traveling, in the life, uh, it's all about decisions. The, there's, there's less smart thing you can do is that you think that uh, you don't have uh, a decision to make and uh, it's not your fault or it's just bad luck. You always have a decision. It's a decision of becoming who you are. It's a decision to fight for, for your ideas. It's decisions of what you want to do. It's always a decision. So you have to make good decisions, meaning that sometimes you have to stop, think about it, think about decisions. You have to take decisions, but not immediately. And, you know, for me, which, is, which I am I really, uh, uh, you know, I, I never think too much about the decision to take. I used to not, not to think too much and just to go straight and action. Uh, that was the best advice someone could give me, make good decisions. So I would say a definitely great one. that. It's great. A great That's, one. Yeah. yeah, thanks for sharing. That is a great one. Yeah, that is a great one. And uh, the second one mm-hmm. is that you asked me what, what advice uh, I would give uh, to, to someone. Um, and I would say um, always open your mind, meaning that even... If you think that you have an open mind, always try to be more open uh, because that's what uh, what makes you, uh, I think, a beautiful person. Always mm-hmm. open your mind, meaning that you have to listen, meaning you have to understand people. Never judge uh, mm-hmm. because 
to know what people have been through first of all and right. also you, you have always to think that uh, you have been you you have grown in a certain um in a certain area in a certain culture cultural um uh, values but not it's not uh, like it's not a uh, Uh, for sure that those values are right for for everything so you right. just have to open and um, challenge your values because sometimes maybe there are also other values and there's mm-hmm. not right or thing right or wrong there is right. just so it's okay yeah i i love that pietro because it's about allowance you know and that's what you equals me is about you know objecting to intolerance and all intolerance is really is lack of allowance it's true and uh, you know uh, there is uh, in, in italy there's the, the law says uh, that uh, um, as long as you don't hurt anyone basically you can do whatever you want and uh, that's what i think if mm-hmm. uh, if no one is hurt by your your choice uh, it's your choice and that applies to everything if it's very simple but it's true mm-hmm. uh, whoever you like whoever you want to be no one should care about it uh, right. just, i love it Just Thank a simple good advice. good advice, Pietro. You're yeah, growing up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Pietro, I really want to thank you for your time today because I know it's evening time in Milan and tomorrow is yeah. a work day. Or yes, tomorrow is a work day. Um, yes, every experience and every um, conversation you have, it always teaches us something new. And thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you, Cindy. I love you guys. I always. love you too. Thank you, Pietro. Thanks for taking your time and we'll speak again soon. Of course. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Travel has the power to make us a better person. You have to be accountable for yourself. What a tremendous gift it is to be able to build, to mold, and create your life. It's a privilege to have this responsibility that forces us inside. But it's only when we recognize it's our responsibility and ours alone that we can actually appreciate others. Not only do people in other parts of the world do things differently, but sometimes they do it better. So take responsibility for how you show up in the world. Honor the gift of life by realizing your duty to consciously choose. Pietro shares with us the strength of getting outside of our comfort zone and taking the responsibility for our own well-being. Science says travel makes you more creative and open-minded and humble, and studies have also found that people who travel often have more faith in humanity. The more foreign countries people travel to, the more their sense of generalized trust increases. How? Well, because when you travel, you realize that despite the many cultural differences, All humans are really the same. We're equal. All we want is happiness and security. But most of all, we want to feel that we belong despite our perceived differences. The realization of our equality in all of mankind is the key that unlocks the door to peace and happiness within our own minds. I love this quote from Mark Twain, The Innocence Abroad. Quote, Travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, narrow-mindedness, and many of our people need it sorely on these accounts. Broad, wholesome, charitable views of men and things cannot be acquired by vegetating in one little corner of the earth all in one's lifetime, unquote. 
The truth is, when you travel, you become keenly aware with the other cultures that you see. There is really just one, and that is us, the human race. That is you equals me. You can find us at youequalsme.org or join our One Worlders group on our website for a complimentary copy of our ebook, Wisdom Along the Way. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share your thoughts or ideas. You can reach us at Cindy at youequalsme.org. Bye for now.